Guess what? This podcast finally has a name. Welcome to the Crooked Halo Crew podcast, hosted by myself, Jay Wesley. This is episode two. So you're wondering, or some of you may be wondering, where did I come up with the name Crooked Halo Crew? Those who follow my social media platforms, Right His Wrongs, it's been a term I've used over over the course of many years. And well, according to my tipsy podcast description, Um, The Crooked Halo Crew is a podcast for the good at heart who sometimes feel bad by default. We begin the day feeling aligned, yet lose sleep wondering if we will ever find our way. This podcast consists of honest thoughts and conversations about self, relationships, current events, affirmations, and more. Some fight harder than others to make their way into heaven. This is for the ones who, we are Crooked Halos. We are angelic in our own special way. Welcome. And in a nutshell, like that's what it's about. It's for the flawed, the the ones that put in E for effort but don't always get an A on the test, right? It's it's our own little clique, our own little army, our own little safe haven, per se. Because what I really want for this is to be entertaining, absolutely, but educational. Um, and if I can just allow some, if not many, feel less alone, like I've served my purpose. And I think that has been my function in many ways. So coming up with the name, it reminded me of the intro or introduction I wrote to my first and only book, um, Right His Wrongs from the Heartbreak to Love Notes. And I wanted to read it to you so you, so you can get a sense of where I'm coming from. And it goes like this. Bear with me. I am not the wisest, smartest, or most fit. I get nervous, excited, scared, sometimes all at once. I shut down when hurt because of what will set if I open up. I am not the best looking, most graceful, or the coolest chap in the room. I I cannot teach classes on being an amazing husband or an exceptional boyfriend. Instead, I hope there are lessons learned after reading this book. Perhaps I am a decent man fighting wicked impulses or a wicked man wearing a noble mask for so long that I have convinced myself he is me. In the past, I disguised lust as love because I healed hurt with lust, so all I felt was pain in love. I loved, lost loved ones, lost myself in it, found a way out only to wake up in his chamber again. Far from the model man with textbook words living a perfect, a picture perfect life, I am another person Seeking to get it right. Crooked Halo crew, like, if you're like me, you're also seeking to get it right. So here we are. We got a name. Kudos. I'll snap my fingers to that. And in time, we'll get more entertaining. Like, what I want to do, allow this podcast to grow and kind of morph and shape its own identity. One thing I did come up with was the Crooked Halo 
classroom and it's mostly going to be like reflective thoughts but stemming from my personal thoughts or conversations I may have had with friends that I think are noteworthy and educational and that could benefit and teach you all as well as myself. So one topic I wanted to discuss was um, what is your currency? And when I say what is your currency, it's not like your financial status per se. I was having a conversation with my friend Mike Brown Yo, Mike Brown is his Instagram handle, great comedian, um, correspondent for Samantha B. Full Frontal. Got to give you a plug. But we were talking about time and wasted time. And we often get into these conversations of what's the best use of our time. Use of our time. And in having a conversation, especially over the quarantine, we came to this point where we really just assessing and doing inventory in our life and just asking like have we been wasting our time doing certain activities or spending it with certain people and one of the questions I asked him and I'm going to ask you and you don't have to answer now but it's something for you to think about is what is your currency and I asked him if you could put a price tag on what your time is worth what would it be and he paused and I paused too and it's not a there's no formula I would say exists to calculate something like that, but it's something to keep track of, right? Like, what is your worth? Like, you cannot depend on anyone else to determine what your worth is. And when you do calculate that and you realize how much you are worth and how valuable valuable you are, you really pick and choose who you spend your time with unless it equates or exceeds it. And it's not to say that you're better than anyone. It's not to say that your shit doesn't stink. It's just to say, like, my life is valuable, my time is valuable, and this is how I want to spend it. I remember my grandmother once told me, there are two things you cannot get back, time and the spoken word. And I stopped and paused, and she was absolutely correct. Those are two things, no matter how hard you try, you can never get back. And so what is your time worth? And I think it's something for us to all determine just for growth purposes, just for how we navigate our daily activities, right? Because if I decide to go out with X, right? And anytime I, and I can just talk from a person that has a nine to five, I'm an entrepreneur, I do, I have all of these creative projects. I always have something to do. When I decide to hang out with people, and I'm not trying to sound cocky or arrogant, it's I have made the choice that spending time with you is just as valuable, more valuable than the work I would be in the work I would complete at home. And I want to be present in the lives and the space and the energy and the orbits of people that care about me and I care about them. And so that's my that's my deal, right? And every time I go out, I there's nothing worse than going out and wishing you were home doing something else while you're out out there in the world. But I think it's important to know like what would your time be if you could put a price tag on it, right? And then also kind of analyze who have you spent time with and were they worth you going out? 
And going out, just like working and working on your projects, you were going to fail regardless, right? Like failure is a part of the process. Like failure isn't an L. It's just failure isn't an L. It's just a right. It's it it, it pays the steps or it's just stepping stones to a right later on. That's what failure is, right? And that's when you're working on personal projects. And that's with failed relationships. Failed relationships aren't the worst things to happen to you. It could be the best thing to happen to you, depending on what kind of perspective you have and how are you going to move and grow from it? Like that's what failure does. And so I ask you to kind of determine what your currency is. Like seriously, what is your currency? Because you need to know, like you are, like everyone that calls doesn't deserve an answer from you, right? Every invite doesn't deserve your RSVP. And I think once we start to really understand what our worth is, we won't waste as much of our time as we have done in the past. And so I kind of wanted to start off the podcast with that. Um, it may have been a little bit long-winded. I haven't started writing out my steps yet, but I, I'm getting there. But for the Crooked Halo classroom, if I had a chalkboard in front of me, it would be what is your currency? Think about that. And maybe we will revisit it episode three, right? I think this, see, I don't, I would be the, I don't want to preach. I don't want to be the teacher. I kind of want to be one of the domino pieces, right? Like we're all tumbling together. It's just that I'm, next in line, right? And then I can pass the baton to the next person or maybe even one of you guys that are listening right now. And I think it would be great once I start having guests. Like I think that would be super cool. So what is your currency was one of the topics I wanted to touch on today. Um what else what else did I want to talk about? Oh I did want to get into some of my posts from earlier this week. Pulling it up right now. Just a brief discussion. I'm trying my best to keep this podcast under 20 minutes. And I'm still learning the system, so I'm not even sure where I'm at. And so I'm looking at my page. And the last post I published was, Some people enter your life to raise the bar, and that's it. And the the caption, I state, because sometimes we don't know what we deserve until we receive someone who knows how to serve. And sometimes the standards we have set for ourselves were placed on the wrong shelf. But none of this matters if you don't learn the value of pouring back. And that was a loaded caption. Because I remember when I said, and sometimes the standards we have set for ourselves were placed on the wrong shelf. I really wanted to play, I really wanted to put in there, sometimes our standards were placed on the lowest shelf. And those that enter our lives just to simply raise the bar are either a step stool or maybe just a little bit tall. And they enter your life to say, no, you are deserving of this X, Y, Z. I'm not here to pour into your well, but help lay the foundation for your well. And that's the difference. And we've I've had this conversation in the past. If you looked at previous interviews or podcasts, where I was a guest, the difference between soulmates and life partners, right? And so growing up that fairy tale society, 
you believe like I'm here to find my soulmate and live happily ever after. And then as you get older and you get become more spiritual, you realize your soulmates were never supposed to be the life partner. Your life partner is the life partner and your soulmate is the one that comes around to teach you something good and bad, right? And so the thing is, we love our soulmates so much, we try our best to make them life partners, but that was never their purpose in our lives. And it hurts. Trust me, I have loved a lot of soulmates and confused them for life partners. So I know how it feels, but that was never the goal. And that's what helped spark this plug, where part of the hardest part of breakups is that we have difficulty accepting that we are breaking up, right? Because you gel with your partner. You become one. You learn their bad habits. You can finish their sentences. They are a part of your day. Just like the sun rises and the sun sets and the moon shows face at night. Your partner is a part of that, right? Um, It's almost... I was kind of like... It's almost celestial, right? Uh, it's, It's a wonderful thing. Right, but we have to be able to accept that what is on its way is better than what it, what's left, and that's another piece I've I've posted in the past. And our inability to accept heartbreak or accept it for what it is, even though it may be the greatest teaching lesson we'll ever receive, is one of the reasons why it hurts so much. And sometimes we're just upset that we got it wrong. And we, currency, we were, we were speaking about currency earlier. We we're upset that we spent a lot of time loving someone we thought would stay forever. And I have this quote, and I'm going to paraphrase it because I don't remember it verbatim. But I remember saying one day, it's like, why didn't anyone tell me that forever wasn't a time? Sometimes forever feels like a person. And it was one of the realest things because I've seen, I've looked forever in the eyes, I've kissed its lips, and I've introduced her to my parents. And I've lost and, and, and watched forever walk out of doors and, and multiple times. But as torn as I've been in those situations, I don't regret it because I know that the God I serve, right, has a plan for me. And I can almost guarantee you, have I not taken those L's, which were future wins, I would even be here recording this podcast. So, yeah, I am, I am, you know, <laughs> this is a Crooked Halo Crew, a Crooked Halo Crew moment. But yeah, so I wanted to talk in that piece and, and, for those that are having difficulty, you're not alone. Um, many of us have felt that way, and it's it's okay. It's okay to be unsure. It's a, it's okay to mourn, but just know like they raised your bar, and it will stay there. And don't ever, ever lower your bar because someone else can't reach it, right? But also, what I want to touch on before I move on was. But none of this matters if you don't learn the value of pouring back. And if you have raised your bar for others, but 
you're unwilling to be the one to raise someone else's bar, you're unable to pour and fill someone else's cup because of what's happened to you, then none of it served the right purpose. That teachable lesson, you have failed it. Because it isn't about what you can do for me. It's about what we can do for one another. I, I, one of my favorite things in a relationship is like, there's no right and wrong, right? Like if we're in this together and supposedly, quote, in it forever, it's not about right and wrong. It's about do and do better. So what we do right, celebrate. That's great. Those mistakes are opportunities for us to do better. And when you have that mentality, like that's how you fill one's cup, right? But then you also extend yourself to have them pour into yours too. And that's what relationships, I think, are all about. And, you know, I'm not the greatest when it comes to relationships, right? But when I'm in there, I'm in there and it's, I, I, I am a champion for it. I think, uh, I think true love is the fucking, I think it's the lighthouse for a boat that's been lost that storm for months. Like, I think like love is that and it is not, it's just not one-sided. It's a two-way street. <laughs> if you live in New York, it's a two-way street with parking available all the time, right? Like that's what it's all about. And in order for us to achieve that level of success, we have to be transparent. And who better to be transparent with is my fellow Crooked Halo crew. So yeah, so that's that. Might have been long-winded. Bear with me. I'm going to get better. So what else? Let's see. I, I like that post too. I like this one too. See me, discover me, explore. And when you reach the parts where the light fades to dark, love me anyway. It's one of my favorite pieces, right? Because one, I stress the importance of being seen. Like we can be heard, but like, do you see me? Not what, like, it's important to be seen for who you are and not for what they want you to be, right? And then the discover me is now that I'm here, now that I'm in your in your space, explore me. Like find out what I what I'm about. Like where we can travel to, right? Because I think with conversation, um, exploring spirits, like you can learn a lot about a person just through going from hello to I want to see you again, to I like you, to I love you. There is a maturation process with that. It's a pathway. And I think along that path, there's a lot of discovery to be done. But one of the reasons why I also like discover me is because you don't, while you're discovering and learning, exploring a person, you end up finding out truths about yourself. That's why I love discovery. Discovery is a beautiful thing. That's why I love traveling. Because traveling forces you to adapt to someone else's culture. And every time you adapt to their culture, you'll learn more about yourself. And followed by explore. And I kind of touched on that. Explore. Wander off. And when you reach the parts where the light fades to dark, because no one is perfect. We are Crooked Halo Crew for a reason, right? And when I envisioned Crooked Halo Crew, I remember saying, 
I'm not really trying to get to heaven with 100%. Like, give me a 65 passing, a crooked halo, dirty wings. Like, as long as I have room, I don't even need a, I don't even need a king bet. Just give me the couch in heaven. I'll take it. But because I know that as much as I shine my light, there are going to be dark moments when I'm not myself or when I'm on, when I'm experiencing an off day. So when you reach those parts where you see my shadow, love me anyway, right? Because now you have the conscious decision to make where now someone is showing you who they are and you reach the fork in the road because you realize that no one is perfect. And to love them anyway, that's a choice. That is a powerful choice, right? I always, one of my I have so many quotes. I got to stop, but I didn't even post this one, but I, you know, it's the podcast. I'll share this one. And the question I I wanted to ask in 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 print was would you love me when I become familiar? When I become familiar. And that's because we love strangers because there's this new newness to them, right? The honeymoon is always great because it's once again no, but to love someone consistently when they're when the high is now lowered, that's where you really start to kind of figure out what you feel for a person. Not when everything is going well. It's like can you endure can you endure those rocky moments? Can you love me when I'm not lovable, right? What's the saying? Love me when I'm not lovable because that's when I need love the most, right? Love me. Love me anyway. I love this piece. I think it's super great. Yeah. What else is there? I want to add like my little dad jokes. <laughs> Thank you for fighting and supporting him. Really love it. But, you know, it's a random Friday. I um just had a whiskey. Now I'm drinking wine. But I want to jump on the mic and dive into this podcast because I want to be consistent. I want to shine my light, but also expose some of my dark spaces too with you and create this hopefully hopeful non-judgment zone podcast. Uh, I hope this was worth the listen. I hope it's under 20 minutes. Thank you for listening to my podcast, Crooked Halo Crew. I'll talk to you soon. Peace.